0: Hey movie fans, welcome back to After the Credits, where we break down the latest and greatest movies, including our favorite scenes, quotes, trivia, and even how we think it should have ended. Grab a bowl of popcorn and enjoy the show.
1: Hello and welcome back to After the Credits with me, Tyler. Um, Today we have another special guest, a different person than we normally have on, which is I guess how it is every week. Um, but today we have <laughs> my beautiful wife, Molly, joining us. Hello. Um,
0: hey, 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 hey. From her hey. long
1: uh, hiatus away from doing stuff, recording and everything, she's back to talk a little bit on the podcast.
2: Yep, it's good to be back.
1: Yeah, thanks for coming over and talking to us. Um, so, yeah, Molly is actually the reason that I met Cheetah and yeah, Dylan. F- for sure, yo. Yep, you guys went to school together.
2: Way stuff. back when, now I'm starting to feel like an old lady because yeah. that was such a long time ago. It was
0: fucking back old. in the days of 897, the river, the cutting edge of rock. Oh wow! Back when it was
1: awesome. <laughs> that was great. Not yeah, didn't skip a beat with that at all. Still no. sound, still sound fantastic.
0: I'll never, I'll never lose my pukey DJ voice. <laughs> but see, now you
2: can actually say a cuss word on the air and not get you know in trouble for it.
0: Um the joy of podcasts oh i don't know if you for if you have forgotten but i did swear on the rivers dog shits (laughs) (laughs) fantastic i was a young i was just a a, an ignorant little boy and uh went to go say dog shots and and dog 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 shits shits. came out
2: (laughs) and now it's fucking fine to say shit
0: yep say whatever the hell you want for sure so yeah (laughs) um having my
1: fantastic wife on to help us out and Talk about probably. I mean, this is probably your favorite movie. I I mean, it's definitely got your favorite actor in it.
2: It's definitely in the top five, I would top say. Top five movies, yeah.
1: okay, that you like. So, uh, we are talking about Forrest Gump. We've been talking about doing this movie for since since I came to you to do the producing, Dylan.
0: Yeah.
1: We've been talking about doing Forrest Gump, and we're finally able to do it. I mean, in one of the best movies. Just it's a cl- period, it's a classic. yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a hardcore classic. Um, so, I mean, I guess we will just we can just dive right into it. So, we got uh, Robert Zemeckis as the director uh, of Forrest Gump. Listen to the list of the movies that this dude has done. So, Contact with Jodie Foster. I believe Jodie Foster was in Contact. Did Contact, uh, Back to the Future, all the Back to the Future movies. Um, Flight with Denzel Washington. Real Steel with Hugh Jackman. Uh, where he fought the robots. Did you ever see that, Dylan? No. It's on Netflix. It's really good. You should check it out. Um, I didn't think it was going to be. I thought it was going to be shit, but it's actually really good. Uh, Polar Express, another Tom Hanks movie, the animated uh, yeah. thing. Gothica with Robert Downey Jr. and uh, uh, Halle Berry. He's done a lot of horror movies too. Ghost Ship was another one. He did Castaway. Oh. I yeah, I didn't. I didn't know he did Castaway. So him and Tom Hanks are. Uh, they worked together. You know, I will t- clearly often um, Tales from the Crypt was the last thing that I wanted to talk about that he did. He, all the the Crypt Keeper Tales from the Crypt stuff was all Robert Zemeckis.
2: Interesting. I didn't know that about Castaway.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, uh, b- another just amazing movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Which that I mean, that that's another iconic pair of director and actor mm-hmm. that when they work together, gold. Right. That's I sure. mean, Can we
2: just say that Wilson was the best character out of all of that
0: yeah i mean i would agree
1: with that (laughs) wilson's probably my favorite and castaway that movie's so good too so good top acting well and i mean that guy uh, tom hanks lost a
0: stupid amount of weight well they had to like like, in the the middle of playing the filming was so long because they had to wait for him to lose Mm -hmm. a bunch of weight right yep yeah
2: a part of the reason why he also got diabetes is because his metabolism did not handle the rapid weight loss and gain of that role
1: yeah fuck you wilson that's crazy, <laughs> but yeah, love that movie. Um, love it. I, honestly, I uh, there's not a movie that I can think of that Tom Hanks has done that I didn't enjoy. I mean, all the way back to like The Burbs and like Philadelphia and stuff. I I love everything that Tom Hanks does. He's amazing. Um, and Toy Story, Woody. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who, doesn't? Who doesn't? Right. So yeah, this was released July 6, ninety four. There other uh, what what else came out around that time, Dylan?
0: Um. So, 1994. Um. I mean, holy shit! It's uh, a lot of good movies. Uh, the Lion King, uh, a little lion, movie yes. by the name of The Lion my King, my
1: favorite Disney movie I of mean, all time.
0: I mean, Shawshank Redemption. Holy um, shit! I mean, uh, for me, for me, The Crow. Ace Ventura, Airheads, oh, uh, Ace Ventura? Pulp Fiction. Oh my god! Um, oh, wow, how's a good year? This uh, movie
2: had, this year had some. Sucks so, that we were like four years old at the time. Right. Didn't know okay. what was going on. Right, but but if you
1: think about it, I've still I mean, yet to see The Crow, Dylan. Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. I uh, really have and never Isaiah, seen it. I uh, know I really haven't. You and Isaiah keep telling me like, if you like Heath Ledger in the as the Joker, you need to see The Crow. It just turned me off to watch it because like every That's a really good impression of me. I uh, thanks, man. <laughs> I, which, I the
0: Flintstones movie with John Goodman. <laughs> I need to stop looking. And at And one me. of the Baldwin brothers, what, wasn't it? Baby's Day Out. Have y- I fucking love Baby's Day Out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. Tell me one line from that movie. Goo goo gaga. Ga. Oh. Uh, it's not a fucking. It's not a. It's not a quotable Probably movie. A,
1: probably an amazing movie. If that's the 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 script for it, I, I'm I'm down to watch it. Okay. But yeah, so it had a lot of really good movies to go up against, which is crazy that it. In the same year that Shawshank came out, it won. We'll get to the awards later, but it won a bunch of awards over mm-hmm. some really, really good movies that came out, which is wild. Um, so the box office for this movie did uh, it was it was way less than what the what Zemeckis wanted to spend on the movie. Paramount kept cutting the budget, um, thinking that it wouldn't be a hit because obviously the people at that time at Paramount were fucking stupid. They didn't know what was what what they were going to be getting out of this, but the budget for the uh, for the film ended up being fifty-five million dollars, which is is still a decent budget back in ninety-four. Um, gross U.S. and Canada, three hundred and thirty million four hundred and fifty-five thousand two hundred and seventy dollars. So it it made its money back seven, six, five, six times more yeah. than what what they spent.
0: I mean, pretty easy to do. I yeah. mean, there's not. I suppose well, there's there's some scenes in there that would cost a lot. All the Yeah, there's oh the, dude, I'll
1: get into that later. There's yeah. some crazy scenes that were expensive. Uh, the 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 weird part is like opening weekend in US and Canada it was only twenty four million that it did. Which is still pretty decent for an opening weekend, but now you talk about movies like Endgame and stuff that was doing like 500 600 million opening weekend and stuff
0: yeah but you would consider movies like like endgame to be blockbusters right yeah i guess I at
1: the time that this was made they, they weren't really considered i mean uh, it was considered a gamble that paramount was doing this movie yeah. they didn't think that it was going to be as big as it ended up being um so yeah I, you're right uh, you know those those movies that are coming out today that are making that stupid amount of money on the mm-hmm. opening weekend are considered blockbusters and this wasn't uh, the worldwide gross of this movie was $678,226,133. So it ended up making a, a shit ton of money. Um, and Paramount is, you know, th- they're, I guess Paramount is happy because they brought it in way under budget and then ended up making a hell of a lot of money. So um, just like I do with every movie, the tagline for this one is the story of a lifetime, which really wraps up. It would just those five words, you know, wraps up the entirety of this movie well, so
2: yeah it takes a guy from when he was little all through the you know civil rights movement mm-hmm. all all the way up until the very end which i believe would be like what the 90s
1: well yeah because at the mm-hmm. end they, it shows that uh lieutenant dan had him invested in apple yeah very so true. yeah so yeah it it probably up through the 90s yeah that's that's crazy um so uh the synopsis of the movie for those of you who don't know and if you don't know what are you doing with your life that you haven't seen, Forrest <laughs> Gump? Um, to be
2: fair, it is very long, and some people just don't have that time. It
1: is long. It's like two and a half hours long. But, yeah, it's uh, so the, the synopsis of this is the presidencies of Kennedy and Johnson, the Vietnam War, the Watergate scandal, other historical events unfold from the perspective of an, of an Alabama man with an IQ of 75 whose only desire is to be reunited reunited with his childhood sweetheart. So, um, fuck Jenny, man. <laughs> I, I'm you just going go to go out and I'm going to say that now. I used to s-
2: think that, but, you know, you think of the trauma she went through. Well, it's not all warranted on her end, but, I mean, she... Very true. She had some fucked up shit go on. That, so. that is
1: that is very true. There, But there was a lot of decisions that were made on her end that, in, in my opinion, could have been made a different way to not hurt the only person who ever did her right in her
2: entire life. No, I'd and I think she understood that at the end. Yep.
0: I think I, I I thought that this would come up, <clears throat> excuse me, much much later. Um, but I we're gonna get into it now, <laughs> and I've never heard anyone say this before, and I'm gonna say it. Um, yeah, Jenny, Jenny raped Forrest, most she, definitely.
2: She sure did. Yeah, because oh, yeah.
0: he had no idea what he was doing. Yet. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. And and yeah. she knew that he didn't have an idea. Clearly, when that.
1: in the scene where she lets him touch her boobie, they, yep. like she realized, like, oh, this. And then later, yeah, yeah, at one hundred percent,
0: I mean, I'm just gonna go out there and say it. Um, to be I've,
1: fair, there was love between Forrest and Jenny. They're, and they're, did he say no? I guess. And uh, as I mean, but he didn't know what was going That's on. That's true. I guess. He, so I, I guess he really didn't
0: flip, get the option to just flip that reversal. It got dark. If uh, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the it's the but one. But right. I it's mean, the he, one thing that I watched it under a critical eye. And yeah. also in today's age of yeah. being much more aware than what I was even three years but ago. That makes
2: you wonder, do you really not give Forrest enough credit? Because I mean, he does have a low IQ, but it seems like he's, you know, he made it through his life this far. He survived the Vietnam war. He survived having, you know, stuff on his legs and he made it all the way through this. Granted. Yes, he, he does have some mental issues.
1: It's all through his moral compass though, that he mm-hmm. survived through everything. It's, it's because he's a genuinely good person. and, yeah. I, he's not book smart or intelligent, but he's a genuinely good person, and he knows what love is. So I is. do <laughs> believe that
2: Jenny did take advantage of him, but I don't necessarily know. It's not that he didn't want it. So right,
0: right. yeah, no, no, I don't, but I don't. But yes, think
2: had the roles been flipped, I agree that that would it would have probably looked yeah. a lot worse. Well, and if
0: For you think sure. about
1: it, man, if a movie like this came out today, where a uh, a person took advantage of a mentally unstable person or a mentally disabled handicapped person, person yeah. like mm-hmm. it would. That would not fly. That no. would not. That would not go over well at all. Um, so I, I mean, I guess that, that yeah, that, that's that's a good point that I I never really thought of too much. But yeah, it's for sure makes Jenny a little less desirable. Um, so I guess it's a good time we can just get into the cast. Then it's not. Yeah. Yeah. There's only really five, six people who are notable in it. There's a lot of appearances and a lot of uh, other people that play like historical figures. But um, the main people obviously you've got Tom Hanks as Forrest Gump. Uh Sally Fields, uh, or Sally Field. I think it's just Sally Field. There's a Fields. I don't know if it's got a There's I've only one
0: Field. It.
1: Okay. Sally alone in the Field. Played Ms. Gump. Uh Robin Wright played Jenny also in The Princess Bride, which I figured out literally like a week ago that she was
2: even I knew that.
1: I yeah, I didn't I it, she looks really different in both movies. So I it, but yeah. She does.
0: She's a she's a pretty good Charmeleon. Um I mean she's Wonder Woman's mom. And she is uh, vice president, then president in House of Cards as well. Oh, okay. yeah. And she, every one of them, I mean, she plays a... Compl- I, I guess House of Cards and, and Wonder Woman's mom. Um, I mean, they're both kind of just super, super strong women. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That I would like them to carry me, please.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, which is crazy because she, she plays I'll be those...
0: Little, I'll be the little spoon for her. 100%. <laughs> she's,
1: she's absolutely gorgeous. And she's a really good actress. As much as I don't like her in this movie, her character, she's a really good actress. And it's crazy that she plays those... In those couple of roles that you mentioned, the really strong woman and then in Forrest Gump and and uh, uh, Princess Bride, she's kind of this like damsel in distress, damsel in distress yep. I'm in trouble all the time type girl mm-hmm. who is not very strong willed. So, yeah, it's it's so it just shows her range mm-hmm. as an actress. Yeah. Um, the second movie we've done with this guy is McKelty Williamson plays Bubba. The other movie we did was Con Air. You, I don't think we did Con Air with you. No, I think I recorded no, no. that No, on but yeah, own.
0: he was the he was the diabetic in Con Air. Yep,
1: yep, yeah. So that's the second movie we've done with him. That's cool. Um, Gary Sinise Lieutenant Diane. Um, he's uh, uh, as we mentioned before and I'll bring it up again later when we do trivia stuff, but him and Tom Hanks do together play, they they play off each other really well and some of my favorite scenes are with him and Forrest. So, um, that's a really good role. And then obviously I got to bring up like Haley Joel Osment is his his movie debut mm-hmm. as LaForce mm-hmm. Jr. Yeah. Um, was
0: that
2: before?
0: Um, Sixth Sense. It yeah. would have been before Sixth Sense. It was his
1: movie debut. Yep. His oh, first wow. movie that he was in. The only thing that he had done acting wise before, which is what the director, how the director discovered him was he was in Pizza Hut commercials.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Not Surprising, huh. but interesting.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, the, that's that's the, the the main cast that's really noteworthy. Is there anyone else you guys think I should add or we should mention in the cast at all? No, I, I think think got we, it covered. I think, I think we
0: got him. you know the the the, the main crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too.
1: Um, so let's. Why don't we talk about some quotes?
0: I want the quotes. You can't handle the quotes. Here's our favorite quote from this week's movie.
2: Quotes well, all the time. Oh yeah. I mean just in everyday situations
1: one of the most quotable movies i have so many quotes I yeah written i mean down, so
0: i mean and, like well, like molly said i mean there's so many i mean mm-hmm. and and also and maybe we can get into it a bit later is is the accent oh I mean, yeah because you can't quote the movie well, without reason, using mm-hmm. the accent
1: yeah there's a reason why the accent was chosen to be the way it does and uh-huh. i have that for trivia too which is pretty cool. awesome um but uh I guess we'll just kind of go around and there's some there's some really noteworthy ones that are obviously most the most popular. And there's some that are uh, like a little bit smaller monologues that are done that I really like as well. So um, let's see, Molly, what do you got? What do you got for a quote?
2: I would probably say my absolute favorite quote that I tell everyone just randomly because it makes (laughs) me laugh is when you know, Forrest goes out and he's he's on his shrimp and boat and he's not having good luck and <laughs> all of a sudden he's on his boat and he looks over and he sees Lieutenant Dan sitting there on the dock and so you know he does this goofy wave, jumps off into the water. Waving rallies running yes. off the boat. And <laughs> then, you know, he gets up and he goes, Lieutenant Dan he goes, Well, you know, if I ever I told you if you ever became a shrimp boat captain I'd come, you know, be on your boat and so my favorite line is, he goes, I came to try out my sea legs but you ain't got no legs, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan And he sits there and he goes, Yes, I know that <laughs> Probably just my absolute... You wrote me
1: case. a letter, you idiot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just shows how innocent Forrest is and how, you know, he still looks up to Lieutenant Dan as like an authority figure, even though there really isn't anything there. And it's just kind of cute, you know, kind of how mm-hmm. it plays off yeah. each other.
1: I love that. Another line with that, and I don't have this written down, but it reminded me of it. But another line in that sequence is like, he's like, I'm here to be your... Uh, your uh, first mate I think. first mate yeah and he's like but yeah. don't you think i'm gonna be calling you sir and forrest like gets serious nope. like yes, nope. sir. yes sir yes sir." <laughs> <laughs> so good um another one that i have uh, it's probably one of the best one of the most quoted ones out of the movie. It's just and it, and it comes up multiple times um just because there's a lot of people in this movie that uh the, one of their responses of Forrest is like what are you stupid or something as stupid is as stupid does that's one of my favorite quotes <laughs> yeah. uh, throughout this movie it's yeah but that that's iconic and it's literally ranked as one of the most quotable you know either mm-hmm. that
2: or life's like a box of chocolate mm-hmm. Right that one
0: as well for sure and seeing those i mean i i didn't try to pick um for favorite favorite quotes i tried yeah. to not pick any of those right um i mean life is like a box of chocolate stupid as a stupid does and i um for us run. Mm. Yeah, yes. run yeah run fuck i yeah run forest run i mean um, it's just full um, of
2: those one-liners yeah, yeah. and then yeah.
0: um you know i'm i'm not a smart man but i know what love is i love mm-hmm. that yeah, um,
2: yeah. I would say some of my favorite interactions with Forrest is with his good friend Bubba. Oh yeah. So, you know, <laughs> when they
0: when oh, they're in like when, when
2: they're in boot camp, you know, and, and Forrest is just excelling with, you know, taking apart his gun and, you know, putting it back together yeah. and, and then he Bubba goes into his big shrimp tirade. Shrimp I mean kabob, i shrimp soup. I mean I have it you can barbecue it, boil it, broil it, bake it, saute it. There's shrimp kebab, <laughs> shrimp creole, shrimp gumbo, pan fried, deep fried, stir fried, there's pineapple shrimp. Lemon shrimp, coconut shrimp, pepper shrimp, shrimp soup, shrimp stew, shrimp salad, shrimp and potatoes, <laughs> shrimp burger, shrimp sandwich. That's that's, that's about it. it. And of course, good it just job that was great job. <laughs> <you> know, just <laughs> awesome. While they're just on their hands and knees you scrubbing, know, the scrubbing the floor with a
1: toothbrush. Yeah, that, I mean that leads me to another one that I really like, and I like the back and forth between this drill sergeant and Forrest Gump, because this drill sergeant just thinks Forrest Gump is the smartest, best oh God, soldier yeah. in the history of the world, but um he runs up to gump and he's like gump what is your sole purpose in this army <laughs> to do what you tell me to drill sergeant god damn it gump you're a goddamn <laughs> genius this is the most outstanding answer i've ever heard you must have a goddamn iq of 160 you're goddamn gifted private gump but yeah like the back and forth between him and that drill sergeant throughout the yeah. I- time when he's you know in basic for the army is just great it, mm-hmm. uh, and it shows that like Although he may not be the smartest man in the world, in the world, but he's 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 excelling in a place where, you know,
2: you wouldn't have thought because you wouldn't think yeah. being in the army as someplace is some place that Forrest, who's such like a kind-hearted and soft man, would excel at. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: For I sure. think one of the one of the quotes, and it kind of goes back to like what Molly mentioned for her first quote, um, of being just completely oblivious, and it's just. It's one of those, oh, Forrest, yeah. you son of a bitch, <laughs> um, is, is at the end when um, when Jenny says, you know, this is your son, or oh. no, he, he <clears throat> excuse me, she doesn't say this is your son, he says like, this is my son, his name's Forrest. Forrest, got daddy Forrest says Forrest? like like me, and she's like, I named him after his daddy, and he's like, he's got a daddy named Forrest too? <laughs> <And> it's like, <laughs> what like, the you're hell? His daddy. Oh, we were
1: watching yeah. that, we were watching this the other night, and I and it just shows how much of a damn sap that i've become since i've had a kid mm-hmm. but like he uh <laughs> i'm getting like choked up talking about how stupid but he like steps back and like he's taken back by and he like kind of starts crying he's like is he is he smart or is he like like he's aware yeah. that like he's not mm-hmm. the smartest man in the world is he's is yep. he smarter is he like me and she's like he's the top of his class and everything And he just like loses it and breaks down and starts crying and stuff yeah. but uh, it's just it, the the acting job and i'll it, i'll be saying this throughout this episode but the acting job that that tom hanks put up Mm -hmm. you know as force which is so so good um absolutely but yeah that's that's a really good quote um
2: one other quote that i really like is and you know you could go all day with these quotes i mean there's there's a ton of them is just uh (laughs) when he's talking about how he got this wound in the war (laughs) and he gets done talking about you know it's really sad you know how he's talking about bubba and he goes that's all i want to say about that the guy sitting on the bench next to him goes it was a bullet, wasn't it? And he or wasn't it? And he goes, "Huh?" He goes, "That bit ya." And he goes, "Oh, yep, right in the butt." Talks and then <laughs> he he talks about how everyone says that that was a million dollar wound, but the army must keep that money because I still ain't never seen a nickel that million dollars. <laughs> yeah. And, just, he's just,
1: <laughs> and then later, like he's talking to was it was it Nixon? Who was the president? L- Johnson. 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 Yeah, LBJ. Yeah. So he, he's talking to LBJ, and he's like, he's like, "I I heard you got shot." He's like, "Yep." He's like, I'd love to see that wound, and he kind of like thinks about it for a second, <laughs> and then just bends over and pulls his pants down and shows him his ass. And he's like, "God damn, boy!" and just like walks away from him. It's so yeah. great. Another one that I really like, and it's it. I I really like Greg Gary, uh, not Greg. I keep saying his name's Greg, but Lieutenant Dan. Excuse me. Um, he kind of turns in that long-haired nobody after the war, just because you know at that time, and not to get political, but now I mean the the it, it's it's notable that like. Veterans were not getting taken care of after after they got done Period. fighting. Period. Still for the to this day, but it was right. very bad back in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Because when, Even when soldiers
2: came back, I mean, people they were did not welcome. Spit them. On. They were. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They were treated like they were not welcome home. Right. They were treated like they were. So he were did a crimes. great job of representing like how veterans were treated. Mm-hmm. and especially as it dis- disabled that trend and i've got
1: more sad. i've got more trivia along lines of of gary Sinise and like what he's done for vets and yes and,
2: he's very very active after, with the military yeah,
1: yeah yeah it's awesome um but one of the lines is and i i love this line <clears throat> but he's he's just it's after the new year's party there or uh, maybe it's before i don't i don't remember but they're in his his like apartment and they're he's looking around for liquor bottles because and it's is. Room is just covered in empty liquor bottles because he's obviously, you know, drinking his pain, his pain away. Um, but he goes, that's what all these cripples down at the VA talk about. Jesus, this and Jesus, that have you found Jesus yet? He goes, they even pre or they even had a priest come and talk to me. He said, God is listening. And if you found Jesus, I, if I found Jesus, I would get to walk beside him in the kingdom of heaven, uh, kingdom <laughs> of heaven. He goes, did you hear what I said? Walk beside him in the kingdom of heaven. Well, kiss my crippled ass. God is listening. What a crock of shit. And Forrest goes, I'm going to heaven, Lieutenant Dan. It's like, yeah? Well, before you go, why don't you get your ass down to the corner and get us a bottle of Ripple? Yes, sir. And he goes and gets him the liquor. But it's just that whole, which it it kind of, it makes it so much more impactful when when he's on the shrimp boat. And it's after that crazy storm. And he kind of just, Lieutenant Dan just kind of jumps in the water. And and, and Forrest even says, like, I think that... uh, God and uh, Lieutenant Dan came to terms with each other or yeah. something like that, you know, during that time. But like he was really obviously, you know, beaten down and a and a broken man and had no faith whatsoever and then ended up finding a bit of faith at the end. The uh, whole
2: movie is about destiny and yeah. the certain paths that you're supposed to take or want to take and his purpose was because his whole family had died in every single like historical war. So his, he thought his destiny was to die there Mm -hmm. and he was upset, you know, with Forrest taking him from his destiny. So it's kind of interesting how they really, they have all these different characters and they really tie it all together beautifully. Mm -hmm. It shows
1: the, they're really good at showing the growth of each character and how, how, how they start and, and, and where they end and, and how kind of everything comes together for the better for Mm -hmm. most, but not for Bubba. But for, for for most of the people in the movie everything kind of comes together for the better um it's 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 a, it's a it's a heartfelt movie a really heartfelt movie it is um you got any other
0: quotes to um you know i think i think we hit most of them Molly? i mean and it's so the, the movie's so quotable
2: it is you could sit there and quote the entire Molly, thing well you got any other no, ones you want to talk about
1: so i got a couple more that uh so me and jenny go together like peas and carrots mm-hmm, that's another that. good one um i taught her how to what was it What's she taught
2: one? me how to read and I taught her how to dangle. I taught her how to dangle. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. another
1: one. My dad
0: always always quotes that. I um, mean, what is the I used to I used to work with a gal named Jen and she used to do the best Jenny impression and when work would get really stressful she'd just sit there and it would be really quiet. And she'd just go, please, please, dear God, make me a bird so I can fly a far, far, far away. away. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. And just her doing that because, and I, you could tell she she only said it when she was really stressed out, right? <laughs> and it would well, just which, immediately lighten the mood. Yeah,
1: which is crazy because that that scene is not a very uplifting and happy no. scene. No, no. That's, it's, it's a really, really bad shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one, the only other one I want to talk about, it's because Forrest throughout the movie meets these iconic historical figures. Um, so he goes and he meets John F. Kennedy, um and it is after he's drank about fourteen Doctor Peppers and he goes up and he shakes his hands and Kennedy's like, Congratulations, sir, how do you feel? i gotta pee yeah, He's like, well, i believe this young man has to pee <laughs> right he went to
2: forrest to meet the most important person in the whole you know country and he shows him his ass has to pee <laughs> yeah, you know?
1: right it just shows the innocence of him like the innocence of forrest gump yes. it's
0: it's fantastic well maybe it's the sadist in me but a lot of i think now that i'm thinking about it a lot of the uh the things that are supposed to be sad in this movie i find comical um, oh yeah it's, probably shouldn't probably speaks to um how possibly demented i am but well it depends on
1: what you're finding comical and what you're wh- well th- there's meaningful. the
0: scene there's the scene um where uh, forest's mom says like forest um i'm sick mm-hmm. and and forest says you have a cough due to cold yeah <laughs> and it's like no you yeah. son of a bitch like, she's, no, got she's got cancer cancer and she's, she's dying dying <laughs>
1: Yeah, see, so you would think that's hilarious, but in my I'm like, oh, this poor little innocent dude doesn't know that his mom's right. about to die. He just thinks she's got a cold.
2: It's kind of how I try, I think they try to keep it pretty lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when it gets to be too dark, because you have Forrest commentating and y- his Forrest isms just kind of make it not so dark.
1: Yeah. Well, like when Bubba's dying, he's like, if I'd have known this was the last time I was going to talk to Bubba, I would have said something different. And he just goes, hey, huh? Bubba. It's like, hi, <laughs> Forrest. Right, don't want to go home. I mean, that's it's such a sad scene, well, and, that, but and that's another scene. Forest being forced,
0: like, like you mentioned. I mean, this this movie made me ugly face cry, like just straight up, like like a bitch cry. Um, and the Bubba scene was one of them, and and then the very end too with yeah. the, like, I mean Agreed. the because it's and it, it wasn't like a sad cry. The ending of the movie was a happy cry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a, a feel good movie. Yeah. Um, and I think they kind of bring you down a little bit once in a while just so they can bring you know, way back you, up, bump you yeah. way back up.
1: Molly and I were at home the other night watching it. And, and at the end, when, you know, when Jenny dies and he's talking about how, you know, Forrest, little Forrest wrote her a letter and he, he, he told him not to read it to her. But I'm going to leave it here for you. And he just he gets choked up talking about little Forest and everything. I look over at Molly and we're both like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wiping our <laughs> uh-huh. wiping our eyes and stuff. Yeah, it's it's a very, very heartfelt and and. I, I can always judge a movie on how well on how well it's made and how, how good the actors are based on like what type of emotions it can pull out of you. If it makes yeah. you laugh, it's a good comedy. If it mm-hmm. if they're they're good comedic actors. If if it can make you cry, they're doing a phenomenal job of tugging at your heartstrings. And, right. and this movie does literally all of it. So Yeah. Um let's see. How about we talk about some scenes? Say hello to our favorite scene!
0: And now, our favorite yeah. scene. So, um, let's
1: see. I have, I have four different scenes that I really, really liked. So, I have a handful. what's funny, Dylan? What's funny, Cheetah? Yeah, movies do have scenes, Molly. <laughs> 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 this is a film, it does have scenes. <laughs> what would you, do you have, what, what's your favorite scene?
2: Well, I have a couple. Molly is who I'm um, looking at. I think a lot of my the favorite parts that I really, truly enjoy throughout the movie is when Forrest is in the army because he just has s- such a good time there, I think. And that's when he meets Bubba. And I think that that's really his good and only true friend aside from Jenny. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to see him interact with, with someone like that. Yeah. So a lot of my favorite scenes, you know, when they're in boot camp, when they finally go to Vietnam, Vietnam, however Forrest <laughs> says it, you know, and, you know, they meet Lieutenant Dan for the first time. Um, and probably not necessarily my favorite scene, but one that really touches me the most is when he does have to say goodbye to Bubba because it is sad and and you see Forrest basically kind of like save his entire platoon Platoon. and you know, you really want Forrest to have the happy ending and when he has to say goodbye to Bubba, his only one good true friend. Mm -hmm. So I would say that that whole entire thing is one of my favorite scenes, um, and then you can't really go wrong with where when he sees Jenny at the Capitol, and they go to the Black Panther little party that they have going on. Um, yeah. That's that's also a good scene. Yeah, you
1: you checked off two of the ones that I had for sure. Uh, you know the 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 battle scene. You touched on the emotional aspect of it, which I completely agree, and I I I, I was going to talk about that, but you literally said everything that I was going to say about that. But um, the battle scene, along the lines of like the special effects, the 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 CGI they use the uh, the the uh, cropping out of, of the actors and having stuntmen there like it was it was just a really well put together scene and you can hear you can hear in the background the uh, the Vietnamese like soldiers mm-hmm. like running around and walking and talking to each other you like you like that's that's a scene where literally I'm like holding my breath because I'm like oh my god like this is crazy the first time I saw it it was wild um and then watching it remastered and just the special effects done even better it for it being
2: 1994 that they did some really good CGI because yeah. you you and I yeah. all know some really terrible bad movies that have terrible CGI <sighs> for that time and they did ama- like sometimes you can't even tell it's CGI yep
1: absolutely and of
2: course that's you know the, what they're going for and I think that's great for it being the early 90s right yeah
1: mm-hmm. very impressive so yeah that scene um, the I I, 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 I I had the Black Panther party scene as well. Oh, there's another
2: you? quote is, uh, sorry, sorry, how to fight in the middle of your Black Panther party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a way to, like, break up some, like, you know, they just had a fight and throw in some comical one liner for right. course. and yeah. it's all good.
1: Yeah. And it it, 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 not only that, but it just shows his dedication to Jenny. Like, he's literally gotten in two fist fights now for, for, for Jenny the guy at the bar that throws the drink on her, and then the, mm-hmm. you know, the guy at the party that, that hits her. Um, but yeah, it's, that's that's a great scene. Another
0: one that, Dylan, you got any? Um, yeah. I, it, thinking about the movie, um, a lot of, and, and, and it's an iconic movie in and of itself, but the yeah. first 20, 25 minutes is, I just fucking jam-packed full of all the iconic shit. Oh, um, absolutely. I mean, it's him when he's a kid. I mm-hmm. mean, that's where you have, you know, the seats taken, can't <laughs> sit here. And like him and Jenny being kids growing up together, um, I mean that's where Run Forest Run happens. Um, He meets Elvis. Yeah, that's where he meets Elvis. teaches it teaches Elvis how How to to dance. dance. (laughs) Yeah, I I love. They're
1: walking by the the store and they see the TV there, and Elvis is doing the dance that Forest taught him. She's like these aren't for children's eyes and his right. mom pulls them away <laughs> from it. That's that's great.
0: Um, I mean, and yeah, I, I think one of the, one of the most iconic um, parts that really hits me is when, when he does the, when he does like the runs across the country or whatever. Yeah. Um,
1: I had that one down too. That's a really, that whole sequence of, him yeah. Running.
2: And you yeah. know, that used to be my least favorite because I was like, why, like, why is he running? And I watched the movie a hundred times, you know, throughout like my childhood and into high school and into college. And finally I'm, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, this is his way of dealing with yeah. Jenny leaving him, uh-huh. and yep. so he can basically just...
1: He ran out his pain, basically. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure he
2: thought a lot, and mm-hmm. that's some of the best scenery is in that oh my God. is when he's running, and did you I say, Tyler, they did that all on, on site? Yeah,
1: so I was going to save it for a trivia, but th- we're talking about it right now. I might as well bring it up, but yeah, this, this was... They almost scrapped this running scene, which ended up being one of the most iconic scenes in the movie, um, but... The reason they were going to scrap it is because it was the most expensive one to shoot, including mm-hmm. all the CGI and everything. Because they shot on location at every single place that he was running across, uh, running at across the country. Um, so yeah, it, that that whole sequence is really good, and it's it's also like it because he he has an impact on on like history and pop culture as Forrest throughout the movie, and that I mean that's where. He basically invents the smiley face, the, you know, have which, a nice day, have a nice yeah. day, smiley face, uh, you know, uh, the, the iconic like beard and everything that he, that he grows and mm-hmm. stuff for like, it, yeah, that, that whole running sequence is, is fantastic. But yeah, it was, it was apparently really, really expensive to shoot because they had to take the whole cast, the whole crew, the actors and, yeah. and fly him to every different basically place go to go on tour. Yeah. To have him run. And one of them,
0: one of them is over by Omaha, room. right? Is it? Is there an what Omaha there? scene? I can't remember. I don't
1: know if it's Omaha. I know that there's a Midwest, like a very Midwest, turn, right. like Yeah. Well, yeah. you see him in the through. desert? You see him in
2: the mountains. He runs. You see him on the coast. He runs
1: over a bridge at Yellowstone. Um, oh, he does. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You see, it, there's. It's like a cobble bridge that he runs over. It's at Yellowstone National Park. You can see the. Oh my god! Mountains I didn't know the, that. I looked that up last night. I was like, Molly's gonna like that. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, you can see the Yellowstone mountains in the background. You know, he he runs by the ocean. He it, it's yeah it's. It's really, really good. And then how it ends is like,
0: <laughs> I'm
2: think I'll pretty tired.
1: Now. I think I'm going to go home now. Right. And that's what, what ends do you want us to do.
0: <laughs> Very anticlimactic. But then also in the midst of that, you have the um, where he steps in shit. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit happens. Another I need, I need a bumper sticker. What? What? Can you give me something? Oh, man. Don't you hate it when that happens? It, it happens. Whoa. Like, you just, Whoa, stepped, you just in stepped in a huge pile of <laughs> dog shit. <laughs> it happens. happens. What? Shit? Sometimes.
1: Sometimes.
2: He's just so so nonchalant and force. I love so him. So
1: innocent, yeah, for sure. Um, the only other one that I have for a scene that I really enjoyed was when he finds out that he has a son. Um, that it's just it like the uh, two reasons why it's because finally like he's got a tie to Jenny now, and you know he gets to be a part of Jenny's life, but also have a son. The other thing is like he was he's lost everyone close to him throughout the entire movie. Um, you know until the end he loses also lieutenant dan they, they they don't talk after the after he leaves to find out that his mom's sick um he, he doesn't lieutenant talk to, dan
2: comes back on the
1: way uh, that's what i said until the end oh, and when he yeah. comes back at his wedding he does he, he you know he loses out on the Le- lieutenant dan he he, he, he baba dies his mom dies you know everyone that he was close to dies and then he finds out that he has a son and somebody else that he will you know have around to love for the rest of his life It's just so impactful and it's sweet mm-hmm. and i love how he goes and he sits down next to him and is like what are you watching bert and ernie <laughs> yeah. and just sits and watches sesame street with him which is great um but yeah did you guys have any other scenes that you wanted to talk about
2: not necessarily a scene but can we talk about the soundtrack and how amazing it is
1: uh, i have some stuff about that yeah for sure yeah. It, it also it, it was the first movie to win best picture and best soundtrack um in the, like the first movie that won both of those and I'm not even um,
2: talking just about like you know the arrangements of like the orchestra music behind it because the opening you know song because that amazing. is great but I mean I'm talking about all the, the iconic scenes that, or all <laughs> the songs that you hear you know as they're going through like the 60s and the 70s mm-hmm. and the 80s I mean it's awesome
1: I have something about that in trivia as well it's the Doors had the most songs in the movie and I think it was like six songs that oh, the Doors yeah. had in the movie yeah it's a, a, a ton of and on, honestly it's it hits on all the different types of movies that are related to certain songs, like the Vietnam War. They've got all the CCR and all the classic, and, all yeah, all the classic, yep, all Vietnam, the classic songs. Vietnam songs. Um, you know the 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 civil rights, uh, all the civil rights stuff, like the music that you would tie to that is all in there. It's yeah, the soundtrack itself, and because a crazy thing is, so on on Netflix, there's a a, a thing called the movies we love. And it takes the movies and it literally breaks them down, how they were made, you know, what obstacles they met and everything. And it says that Robert Zemeckis took the movie to the Paramount. Exec- I, I, I'm pretty sure it's Paramount. I'm, I'm going to need to check that out. But took the movie to the Paramount executives and showed it to him without a soundtrack. Just played the movie for him. And they're like, this is awful. Like, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, give me one week. Give me one week. And he came back. And the only difference was, was he had. The full soundtrack,
0: the the songs that he wanted, all to the have.
1: songs that he wanted to have, and and the full orchestra soundtrack. Because a well lot of in
0: time it. in movies, what they'll do is they'll make the movie and they'll just make like a cheap, mm-hmm. like just like a guy with a keyboard right. music to oh go God. with it, just to give you an idea of what right. it's going to sure. look like. But
1: with this, they took he took him complete scrap, just yeah. the movie. That's that's it. And then after he took it back, and he had all the the classic songs and all the you know the the uh, uh, the the scores that were written by you know whoever did the actual music in it, um, the first thing that the guy said was like, "There's no way you're getting the rights to all these songs to play in this movie." He's like, "We'll let you do like," and I think it was like twelve. He's like, "We'll give you we'll give you money to get twelve of these songs, and you have to get them under a budget." And so like he, imagine if he would have had because it was over like twenty songs that he wanted to put in there that were like iconic songs for like that time you know the the seventies sixties seventies eighties. Um, and imagine what we would have gotten if he would have gotten all the songs that he wanted to put in there. But what he did put in was perfect for the movie. It's yeah, I think so. The, the, the soundtrack itself is basically another character for this film. It's like without that soundtrack and like, like the Paramount executive said, the, the, without the soundtrack, this movie would not be as good as it was.
2: I totally agree.
0: For sure. Um, well, and another thing is with the soundtrack, it follows the movie through time. I mean, you start with songs like Elvis, mm-hmm. which I mean, and then and then you move all the way up to, you know, 70s songs and shit like yeah. that. So mm-hmm. um, it helps uh, pace the movie, I think. Really well, for sure. Um, so one thing
1: that I haven't talked about a lot with other... I, we, I think we talked about it a bit when we did uh, Goodfellas with Logan. Um, but the awards this movie won. So uh, 1995, the Academy Awards won the Oscar for Best Picture, won the Oscar for Best Actor in a Leading Role, won the Oscar for Best Director, won the Oscar for Best Writing, and won the Osc- Oscar for Best Film Editing, and then also Best Visual Effects. And, sorry, Best Soundtrack as well. Um, So it won one, two, three, four. Oh, continue? Okay. Um. So, yeah, I, and, and that's just Oscars, because it, it also won a ton of awards for... Uh, the Screen Actor Guild Awards, the, uh, uh, I, I don't, I usually don't watch award shows, so I don't know the names of all of them, but throughout the world, all the different award shows, it won a ton of them. Um, the only one that didn't, and I'm kind of bummed because he was amazing in it, but, uh, and he was beat out by Joe Pesci, um, or I'm sorry, not Joe Pesci, uh, what was the, you said Shawshank, uh, uh, Morgan, Morgan Freeman? Freeman, yeah, beat out by Morgan Freeman for his role in, Shaw, in Shawshank, uh, was Gary uh, Sinise's role as Lieutenant Dan? Oh yeah, he got he beat good, out for yeah. by, fire That's a hard one. Supporting actor. Yeah, 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 that was difficult. Cause and I, and I'm gonna catch crap about this too. But I just finally watched the full Shawshank film like a, a couple weeks ago, and man, and, and Morgan Freeman earned that award. it yeah. was it was so so good. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to bring up the crazy amount of awards that it won. It was just it was a really well made movie obviously we've mentioned that a few times and it shows with the awards that they won um so let's see um t- 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 what would you give molly what would you give a, this uh as a ranking like what would you rank it one like for a movie that you enjoy on a scale of one to ten
2: for me i think it's really 10 out of 10 i mean you've got you've got the bomb cast you've got historical it showcases like racism the civil rights movement you've got famous musicians you've got politicians you've got important events that are going on the cgi that they were able to use at the time was just fantastic getting forced in like footage from the past and kind of making it look good that's awesome so and then you've got the awesome soundtrack. I mean, it's all one really good movie wrapped into one. And even if you don't like history, I mean, it's still lighthearted. It's funny. It right. can get you to laugh and to smile. And I think it has just a good variety for a lot of people. It's got romance. It's got comedy. It's got violence. It's got, you know, all sorts of stuff. So to me, 10 out of 10. The one thing that I dislike is how long it can be. But it's, it, it really needs to be that long. Otherwise, you're just not going to have a good good movie so mm. I mean if you've got the time and you want to sit down and watch it at least get it on DVD or on Netflix or something so you don't have to sit through commercials because that makes it even longer but to me 10 out of 10 that's one movie that I actually will sit down and watch
1: right and uh, I, I don't remember what it, do you remember what I gave Goodfellas uh, absolutely not okay um, I, <laughs> I, I don't, don't remember
0: what I gave Goodfellas
1: <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it was like 9 or 9.5 I gave Goodfellas because mm-hmm. I don't believe that I've given a 10 out of 10 yet um, for a movie. Uh, this one 100% earned it, though. Like, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, it's. Uh, Did you
0: just say 10 out of 10? Did yeah. I hear that right?
1: 100%. Yeah. Wow. I know. Out of all the ones that we've wow. watched, and I brought up, uh, we've watched, we've talked about Jack Black movies, and I gave this one a 10 out of 10. It's
2: kind of crazy. To be fair, you can't yeah. compare Forrest Gump to Jack Black. You watch your mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know but, I'm not the only one that thinks that. <laughs> but yeah.
1: Flub up. Um, everything you said about this movie Molly is is the exact reasons why I gave it a 10 out of 10. It's 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 impactful. It's historical and the historical accuracies that they that they went out of their way to make sure we're in the movie was was fantastic. The cast is amazing. You know the acting that they all put out is 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 above and beyond you know what even the 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 production company was was expecting it. Yeah it, it earns a 10 out of 10 and I, I this is something that I could watch. Whatever. I mean if it's on if it's on I'm I'll I'll
0: probably watch it to be right. honest. With Agreed. You. Um Dylan, what did you what um I'm gonna give this a nine nine point two. Nine point two. It's, it's very yeah, specific. Yeah, um all oh, of my wow. ratings are very specific and <laughs> are all thought of on the spot. <laughs> right. Um based on what I'm feeling about the movie um, the I, this movie it's a, it's it's an American classic. It's it it has impacted uh pop culture so much. I mean, I I mean, it. There, we. I mean, they talked about this movie in Tropic Thunder. Um, I mean, other movies talk about this movie. Um, I mean, and people quote it every single day.
2: I quoted it yesterday. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Every single day. Um, I mean, and and it's got Tom Hanks, who, I mean, will go down in history as one of uh, the, the greatest star. actors of all time. Yeah. Um, I mean. Agreed. I don't know, and like and like you guys mentioned, I mean the. Like the the, the hot topics um, that people talk about today, Um, you know, racism, sexism. I mean, um, I mean, uh, mental disabilities. I mean, it fucking checks a whole lot of boxes.
1: There's a lot of it that is still very it's obviously it's a different time, but it's all mm-hmm. still very relevant today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then and then the CGI. I mean, w- you guys talked on that. I mean, fucking John Lennon's in this movie. I mean, they 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 yeah. did that and made John Lennon. I in forgot the movie. about that scene. Mm-hmm. I love. I mean, I mean he basically writes
2: Imagine. Like kangaroo Jack or whatever.
1: Right. He basically writes Imagine while he's. Yeah. Sitting there talking to. I, <laughs> I thought that was
2: a yeah. little bit corny.
1: It's really on the nose. Well, like that's really on the nose. I, but I, yeah. This
0: movie, um, I okay, uh, get a little personal here. Um, I don't dream. I'm not what you would call a person who has a lot of vivid dreams. Um, but one one dream that I'll always fucking remember because it was that vivid. Was it was the sequel to Forrest Gump? There was um, a sequel? Nope. It it was definitely nope. in my dream though. Oh, um, and I it have was, information about them wanting to I, do a sequel, but yeah, right, <laughs> right. But in in my dream, the sequel, um, it it was basically like an extra like two scenes of what would be in the next Forrest Gump movie of how Forrest just like gets himself into these positions and makes something super iconic out of it. One of them, he became a painter for like uh, apartments. And um, <laughs> I, is, this is all my dream, by the way, folks. So nothing right. of this is factual it's in any real. way. <laughs> um, but in my dream, Forrest Gump is an apartment painter. He's painting the walls and he forgot he forgets to like take the tape off of the walls. And they're like in this weird diagonal pattern. So the walls are like red and white and black in these weird like striped diagonal ways. And this guy named Eddie Van Halen comes in and oh goes. I knew. Wow. I knew that's I where like you were this. going with yeah, that. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And then he paints yeah. his guitar like that. And then he's like up on stage being the world's best guitarist and shit. And it was That Forrest would Gump
2: actually fit, I feel stuff. like
1: it would. And and he does stuff like that throughout the whole movie. Throughout the, the yeah. Throughout the original Forrest Gump. Right. He, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> he does the non-dream Forrest Gump. He does stuff throughout that. Throughout the does stuff like mm-hmm. that throughout the entire right. movie. Right. So. But, but yeah, I, I, I mean,
0: I, and that's what I like about the whole movie. I mean, there's so many things that that it's it's really kind of like a butterfly effect-y, Um that if it wasn't for this yeah. one guy and and he's and I mean, of course, he's special. But I mean, on the outside, no one would look at him and go like this one guy, if it wasn't for fucking him, right. we wouldn't have all of this. Mm-hmm. Watergate, mean, like the, the whole yeah. Watergate
1: situation. Uh-huh. Like the, I mean,
0: Watergate, Elvis dancing. Um, I mean, uh, the shit with the war. I mean how much uh, the I mean and it was so subtle but the uh, the Apple stocks I mean he he was he was fucking everywhere all at the same time
1: well the the, the ping pong tournament uh, they, they, yeah. said oh, yeah. it was, they said that they said that it was something that brought together you know china uh, and america, china and uh-huh. america. it's, <laughs> it's
0: and i don't know Forrest if Gump, by
1: playing ping pong was able <laughs> to bring china and, and the united states together in a peaceful way and
0: i don't know I, and i don't know history well enough to know if that's based on any factual um i mean i wha- just think we're, that
2: there was just a lot of tension between the watergate and US.
0: the watergate but, but did we get better after that
2: well we're good now Okay. The, All right. the All Watergate
1: right. situation was, was along the lines of how it was caught, uh, how, how he was yeah. caught, right. was very similar to what happened in the movie. Um, I don't know if it was literally someone calling down to the front office of a hotel and be like, there's someone <laughs> with a, you, you might want to check the power because there's people using flashlights I in might room be wrong
2: with this, and I could probably double check this before I say it, but I'm pretty sure a security guard was the one that discovered it? it. Okay. Dylan, will you fact check that before I have to bunch Looking of it fact people check like check Dylan.
1: But yeah, so so nine point two is is a and for all those reasons is a really good ranking for this, and I think probably one of the higher rank. Actually, you, you gave a ten out of ten to to Rob Zombie's uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. I of course, believe, you did, didn't you? Yeah.
2: What? what you was gave that? a ten
1: out of ten. I think to House of a Thousand Corpses, didn't you? No, I don't think I'd ever give a ten out of ten, no matter what. To House of a Thousand Corpses, you could not st- stop blowing Rob Zombie the entire time you talked about that movie.
0: No one gets a ten out of ten. Okay. No one. Fair. Frank Wills was a security guard best known for his role in foiling the June 17th 1972 break-in at the Democratic National Committee inside the Watergate complex okay. in Washington DC. Yeah. So then it was a security 24 okay. Wills um, is Wills is that is, I think I I hope I'm saying that right. Then 24 Wills called the police after discovering that the locks at the complex complex had been tampered. Okay. Yeah. Good wow. Right. Good job Molly. Well done, honey.
1: Yeah, that's it. So so historic historical relevance you know is 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 pretty great in this movie and pretty accurate it's <coughs> it's one of the reasons why Tom Hanks said that he was going to do the movie if, if they said if he said when he signed on like the only reason that I'll do this is if it's you know historically accurate accurate to all the time periods that we that you know that Forrest goes through so um so yeah really high rankings for all three of us for for that movie so um it's a fucking great movie it's a, a good banger
0: one for sure so. I want to have someone uh, here in the dungeon that doesn't like Forest Gump. I don't. And I, I don't want to know. Somebody. I want to fight them.
1: Yeah, have a, oh have a battle in the dungeon. Yeah. Do you have do you have like a mace and swords and stuff to <laughs> no to have a legitimate medieval? I battle have a few guitars. Dungeon? Okay, I think we can fight. We can fight with that. That's fine.
0: I have some axes.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> oh, does not God. surprise me uh. one bit. Where's my? <laughs> <laughs> well done, um, or just crickets playing in the background for that type of dad joke.
0: Mm-hmm. Goodness.
1: Um, I think I don't know. I think it's time for trivia. Don't Do not <laughs> yeah, Let's hit em. <laughs> Let's hit it with the trivia. <laughs> okay.
0: Boom. <laughs> How you like that, son of a bitch? Boom.
1: Here's some trivia. So I've got a lot. Like I, I think I have like four and a half pages of trivia. So buckle the fuck up. We're gonna, buckle we're gonna up. talk about this. Buckle up. Buckle in. Strap buckle in. Buckle the fuck up. Pull up your socks or bootstrap. I don't know. Let's talk about that. Um. So when Forrest yeah, first, the first bit I have here is when Forrest gets up to talk at the Vietnam rally in Washington. I really like this one because I always wondered what he said. In, oh, yeah. w- when it, When it cuts out. Um, so when Forrest gets up to talk at the Vietnam wa- Rally in Washington the microphone plug Is pulled and you can't hear what you're saying According to Tom Hanks he said Sometimes when people go to Vietnam they go home to their Mamas without any legs sometimes they don't Go home at all that's a bad thing And that's all I have to say about that
2: That is so sad <laughs>
1: Yeah, But yeah. very
2: Forrest like what he's saying And it.
1: also fit the Exact narrative of what that rally Was about yeah. you know about how sad that these People are going out and dying for For a bullshit reason Um. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool that we finally... Now we finally know what... Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, what Forrest said at the rally. Um, Tom Hanks was not paid for this movie. Instead, he took percentage points, which ultimately netted him in the region of $40 million for this movie. Smart move. Yeah. Uh, When first... When first... When when first... When Forrest first learns to play uh, ping pong in the infirmary, infirmary... Sorry. He is told the trick is to keep his eye on the ball at all times by another soldier. After that moment, whenever he's shown playing ping pong, ping pong throughout the movie, he never blinks. So whenever he's playing, Tom Hanks himself is is he never blinks, which is kind of cool.
2: Isn't that ping pong CGI'd as well? The ping,
1: yeah, I have that. Uh, I have that a little bit later. The ping pong ball itself is CGI, and they just paired it up with the paddles of the two people playing. Um, Tom Hanks signed on to this film after an hour and a half of reading the script but agreed to take the role only on the condition and I think I just mentioned this that the film was historically accurate. He initially wanted to ease Forrest's uh, pronounced southern accent but was eventually persuaded by Robert as the director, to portray the heavy accent stressed in the novel. Um, and he patterned the accent after the, the, the boy who played young Forrest. Um, I because did he's that. Yeah, he's actually from a very... Um, Um,
2: deep south southern area very
1: yeah very very southern area where he has that drawl and that way of talking where it's you know that that's that's where you get the over dramatic forest uh, accent from is from that little kid again apparently they just hung out a lot on set and he just started following the little kids mannerisms which was cool um the line uh which we didn't bring up this line before but it's another good one is my name's Forrest Gump people call me Forrest Gump was ad lib by Tom Hanks uh, while filming the scene. And the director liked it so much that he just kept it in the movie. So that was not in the script. Nice. which is kind of cool. Tom Hanks' younger brother, Jim Hanks. Uh, what what basic ass names that their parents gave him? Like, <laughs> what are you going to name your kid, Tom? What are you going to name your other kid, Jim? They're just super basic names. But he doubled for Tom Hanks in many of the numerous, numerous running scenes. Interesting. So when he's running, you know, when he just kept running, um, he... It was his brother most of the time, doubling for him, oh, I which didn't is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so the necklace worn by Lieutenant Dan is a rosary with a Saint Christopher medal inscribed "Protect us in combat." It was worn in Vietnam by Gary Sinise's actual brother-in-law. Um, wow. uh, in 1967 and 1968, um, so it was an actual actual piece of jewelry that was worn in the Vietnam War, which that's cool. cool. Yeah. Um, so Molly brought this up in the ping pong matches. There was no ball. It was entirely CGI animated to meet the actors paddles. Um, let's see. The running scene was actually inspired by an actual event in 1982. Louis Michael Figueroa, age 16,
2: 16, Jesus
1: ran from, I guess at that age, you have that energy. I can't imagine running. To- uh,
2: my question is, where's the parents?
1: Right. They're just like, yeah, go ahead, kid, run across <laughs> the country. Fuck school. <laughs> go ahead and run. <laughs> but yeah, at age 16, he ran from New Jersey to San Francisco for the American Cancer Society. So it was a good cause. Oh, right, uh, unknowingly inspiring a line for Forrest Gump's famous running on the silver screen. Um, I just put one foot in front of the other um, and it goes, when I got tired, I slept. When I got hungry, I eat. Or when I get hungry, I eat. And when I have to go to the bathroom, I go. So that, uh, that inspired Forrest's line in the, in the movie. How Um, long did
2: Forrest say he ran? Was it two years?
1: I got that. Yeah, that's coming up. It's uh, in fact here. Let me me find it. I think it was three. Um, Which also
2: makes me wonder, is it physically possible for the human body to endure that for that long? I can't
1: imagine. I I cannot imagine it being easy.
0: Um, I don't know. I've got it. Yeah, I was going to say it's it's like three years. Yeah, three years and and two months, 14 days, 16 hours.
2: Oh, yeah, because I do think that he says that. It's
0: insane absolutely insane um, that would here. be a good uh, that would be a good uh, little field trip just uh, just I wouldn't run it but follow uh, the,
1: like drive the route or yeah. tra- travel the route yeah. took to that he ran that would be cool that would be, would cool be as really hell. cool yeah that would be awesome it took him three years to do it I wonder how long it would take driving because you're literally driving across the entire United States
0: right yeah. yeah
2: that'd be a good like tour guide thing that you could pay for and uh, someone out a there lot do of money
1: this to yeah, so, uh, t- cut this out of the podcast so <laughs> I can make this idea and make a fortune <laughs> off it um so some cool attention to detail is when Gump calls to report the water Watergate burglary, the security guard answers the phone and says, Security Frank Willis, or um. sorry, Frank Wills, he was the act- Why didn't I forgot that I had this in trivia. Why didn't we just... Yeah. Jesus. Um, he was the actual guard on duty during the night, <laughs> and he was the person who discovered the break-in on S- Saturday, June 17th. Um, Gary Sinise's lower legs were wrapped in a special blue fabric that allowed them to be digitally removed. Um there's a Molly and I watched this uh, YouTube channel where they talk about visual effects and they showed how they did that and how like the the little the little things they added in there like there's a scene where he falls out of his chair in his apartment and when he flips his legs over, there's a table where his legs would be to make it f- seem like he didn't have those actual legs and that yeah. table was completely CGI in there. it's a fake table and you cannot tell Mm-mm. at all this was
0: in that Netflix show. Um uh, the, uh, the, the the movies we love or whatever yeah. where yep. they were talking about how they... It was one of the scenes on a boat, on the shrimp boat, where he went to go jump into the ocean actually cut a part of the railing out because oh. of how it would look if... Because if he actually had legs, it would just it would mess with how it, it would look. It would look. And I I don't I honestly don't think Can't. anyone would have noticed. But no, I didn't I didn't I
1: mean, think about it. Our, how our brains work is like we we see something along the lines of just seeing that his legs are cut out and we don't yep. pick, put anything else in the. Uh, well, in doesn't the look weird answer. to us. Our brains
2: are like right. okay that right. looks normal. Well, yeah.
0: our brains I think our brains understand physics to to a certain degree. Right. And, right. and we can know like that that ain't That's right. That's not real. Yeah. That, <laughs> that ain't right right there. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Um so Kurt Russell did the voice of Elvis Presley.
2: Really?
0: Which
1: I thought was crazy. That is <laughs> and weird. and now that I think about it and now I go back and listen I'm like that's a young Kurt Russell. Like that is exactly what that is. But yeah, I thought that was that was cool and pretty crazy. Quaz- qu- pretty crazy. <laughs> oh pretty nuts. Um so I was telling Molly on the way over here the the people who were in running in the running to play Forrest Gump is crazy. So you've got Bill Murray
2: Ooh, what?
1: No. no. <laughs> you got. It gets worse. You got John Travolta.
0: Yes, no. I want that. I want that. For <laughs> I Scott. do not.
1: You got Chevy Chase. Oh God. They all turned down the role. Uh, Thank God. Tom, John Travolta later admitted that passing on the role was one of the biggest mistakes he's ever made. Bill Paxton was one of Zemeckis' uh, Zemeckis' zemeckis's first initial choices for the role. He could do it. But the yeah, stu- yeah he could. He, he it could. be as good. Yeah, it wouldn't be as good. But he could do it. because he, he's got he's already got that southern. Wasn't he also in Annoying Apollo 13? Act. Yes, he was. He was in Apollo 13, yeah. So that's that kind right. of
2: would have... That's probably
1: it. why. But he, he was one of his picks because he he, he really liked the actor. Um, the studio demanded somebody with more star power. Uh, the novel's author... Because um, this, this movie... Was based off a novel.
2: Not very good. But no, it's like hear.
1: really loosely based. Like in the novel, like Forrest goes to space and like oh, a- and becomes friends with like a, a chimpanzee and like yep. they they communicate with each other. It's I'm pretty so
2: sure he st- also has like an orgy in the book too. Yeah, or something it's so like that. stupid. Yeah, very very loosely based. But yeah, I want
0: that book I mean, or I, I want that movie. I, <laughs> I mean, want an I want an orgy.
1: <laughs> right, make it God. a completely spoof comedy movie, but <laughs> stick to the actual novel. Um, the novel's <laughs> author. Uh, was really insistent and always envisioned it. I want you to just take a random guess of who he wanted to be. It's it's so out there and you're not going to get it, but I just want to hear what you guys would think. For what? For for uh, the guy that the groom actually or the groom. Winston Groom is his la- Groom is his last name. The uh, the novel's author who he wanted he envisioned as Forrest Gump. Just randomly throw it out there. You're not going to get it, but I just want to hear what you guys would think.
2: Is this person famous? Yes. Um. Does not
1: fit the body type of Forrest at all body type john what? goodman are you fucking kidding me
2: no the the only reason i know is, that is because yeah, of, you said the body type and i'm like well who was larger in the night that's
1: insane that you just guessed but I yeah he wanted know that he wanted john goodman <laughs> to play gump
2: i mean you know i could kind of see how i really like john, john goodman. goodman could kind of but
0: uh, john goodman can act too
1: yeah yeah he can act his ass off and he's recently like lost a lot
2: of you know out of all of those i you know john goodman could probably at least try i
1: it would be between goodman and bill paxton yeah i agree uh like like, i don't bill murray would not be good john travolta would not be good chevy chase is a joke there's no way that he could play that but yeah the out of those two i think or out of all those people i think those two would be a good choice but yeah that's crazy that you fucking guessed that that's nuts um so the movie line mama always said life is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get um, was voted as the number 40 uh, of the greatest movie quotes of all time by the American Film Institute, out of 100. Hmm. Um, I'm surprised it's that low. I thought it'd yeah. be a little bit higher. Um, Robin Wright was sick with a cold when shooting the nightclub scene. In spite of this, she was still able to perform her own singing during a nonstop 24-hour shoot in which she was nearly nude, except for the, gu- the guitar covering her body. That's so like
2: 24 she, hours?
1: Uh, to film that scene, I guess, yeah, and she was sick with a cold when doing it. That's oh, wild. Um, every still picture, <laughs> this is hilarious. Every still picture of Forrest Gump in the movie uh, shows Tom Hanks with his eyes closed. So every time he gets a picture taken of him, he's got his eyes closed. And that's, they have it <laughs> that way with every still photo of him throughout the whole movie. Mm. Yeah. Um, so people who turned down the role of Bubba, we got David mm. Allen Greer. Who's David Allen Greer? I know that name. I just don't know what he was in or what he's done. Um, yeah, David Allen Greer, Ice Cube what
0: Tupac? Yes. oh
1: okay
2: i think dave Chappelle maybe dave too? Chappelle
1: was another one yeah they all turned down the role of bubba um cube refused to play an idiot and Chappelle thought the movie would bomb
2: who the hell saying bubba's an idiot
1: yeah bubba i, I, he, I think it's the accent i, I mean and i and i if there's any people who are, are southern listening to this i apologize but it, is am i the only one that hears somebody with a real long and 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 Intense southern draw, and just think like you aren't that intelligent. And am I the only person that thinks that? I can't be. I can't be.
0: No, I think you're an insensitive prick. Uh, deal with it's it. It's not
2: very nice to say. That. I don't.
0: I don't care. Though. Okay. If you're it, it, if you're listening in Louisiana, I'm not going to apologize. Views from the south are going down.
1: Yeah. No kidding. It, we have none of them, by the way. Um,
0: uh, but, but yeah, you no. Know, you may know uh, David Allen Greer. He does a lot of uh, a lot of voice. A lot of voice things, um, voiced some cartoony stuff in, uh, um, what is it, Hercules, and then he was uh, he was in Jumanji, the cop.
1: Oh, okay, oh, yeah, I yeah. I like him. Yeah, I do too. I like him too. That would have been okay. I think that would have been fine. Yeah, Ice Cube and okay. Tupac would not have been good. Dave Chappelle, I think, would have been okay cause, just because he was good in... Uh, Conair. I can't take him seriously. Yeah, it's really difficult uh, too.
0: I'm uh, I'm glad they got who they got. So I
1: watched him in uh, A Star is Born with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga Um, and uh, Dave Chappelle was in that and he played a serious role and he was amazing. He was fantastic. Um, But yeah, in this one I I think they hit hit the nail on the head. Uh, Honorable mentions of people who were considered uh, was Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, Mm -hmm. and Martin Lawrence. Oh, all three would have been just a disaster.
0: No, I, I get what they were doing. I mean, who's a popular black guy that right. we can get to be in our movie?
2: Yep,
1: that's
0: exactly what it was. Yeah, for sure.
2: Too comedic too comedic for me. Like uh, mm-hmm. Bubba's right. a serious role, and even though he has his little shrimp and stuff, I mean, he, you know, it's. They, he they still did has a right. like,
1: like the sc- I don't. I can't imagine Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, Ice Cube, Tupac, or Dave Chappelle doing the serious scene of him dying as well as, as right, you know, McKelty yeah. did. So, um. Robert Zemeckis decided to leave out several planned uh, planned effect shots. One shot in particular involved Forrest running into this. This would have been. I'm so mad that this was left out. It would have been so great. Um, but one of the shots in particular involved Forrest running into Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his supporters. Really? Wait, 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 it gets so much better. Um, for, <laughs> Forrest distracts. D- Forrest distracts several dogs trying to attack King and his supporters by playing fetch with them. And rendering them harmless to to Martin Luther King and his supporters, how holy shit. That would have been great. That would been have been really to awesome to see Forrest just playing with dogs. These dogs that were set to attack Martin Luther King and his supporters, and to how can you leave them?
2: out such an iconic historical right? person? Right.
1: It, uh, so apparently, there's a deleted. There's on the DVD. There's a special feature that shows this. Oh. Apparently, it's there. I haven't seen it yet. I need to watch it at some point because that would have been. Like, I mean, that scene alone, just how it's described, would have been one of my favorite scenes in the movie if they would have Agreed. done that. Like It would have been so good. Um, but yeah, they, they cut it for some
2: god-awful reason. Yeah, most likely. that would have been awesome.
1: Right. Yeah, that would have been a cool scene to see. So Warner Brothers gave up the rights to this film in 1988 in exchange for rights to executive decision in 1996. See, I don't even know what that movie is. Exactly. Um, the studio felt that the project lost its commercial promise in the wake of the movie Rain Man with Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, they thought, you know, too similar. One of three movies, the other two being Apollo 13 and The Green Mile, which Tom Hanks and Gary Sinise appear together. Uh, all three movies were nominated for Best Picture, but only Forrest Gump won in that category. Um, the fastest, this was the fastest grossing Paramount film to pass $100 million, $150 million, and $200 million um, as of 2008. February 2008. Uh, let's see here. Forrest and... Uh, uh, Lieutenant Dan and Bubba's uh, Shrimp Emporium Bubba Gump is now a themed restaurant in 133 different locations. I was
2: going right to say, around. when we went to, when Tyler and I went to uh, the Mall of America, we saw it there. And yep. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, we <laughs> should go in there. And I don't know why we didn't. But
1: Yeah, we ended up, I think we ate at the Hard Rock Cafe instead. That's true. But Yeah. It, it. Yeah, yeah I, I've i always wanted to eat at Bubba Gump Shrimp. I just never, I never have. Um, despite playing his mother, Sally Field is only 10 years older than Tom Hanks in the movie. Well, I guess hmm. consistently because she's not going to change her age. And is he. So.
2: Wow, yeah.
1: <laughs> Jodie Foster, Nicole Kidman, and Demi Moore were all—they all turned down the role of Jenny. I um,
2: we'll see some of those. I mean, she's not a huge role, and I
1: think Nicole Kidman would have been really good.
2: I think so too. Um, Sally Field, is good shit.
1: Yeah, she's well. Jenny. Oh, Jenny. Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Robin Wright, Jenny.
1: Yeah. Um, I th- that's why I think I the think only one would have been that w- I would have been good would probably be Nicole Kidman.
2: Yeah, but
1: there's I think not, I, I think they got range.
0: Right. There's not much range with Jenny, I don't think. Yeah, um, well, I, I don't think so.
1: I don't know, man. Uh, she plays. She has to play like a heroin addict, and like, is that tough? I, don't, I can. I don't it? think
0: so. To be
2: I'd fair, you <laughs> don't ever see her shoot up, do you? <laughs> I need some drugs No, I Could don't. You yeah. see her do some lines, right? Yeah, lead, I guess maybe. That's true.
1: Um, so Molly pointed this out uh, to me yesterday, but. Um, when Jenny's sick and in bed, there's a card with a yellow smiley face on it. Um, Forrest had earlier been responsible for the smiley face huh. idea when they were jogging. So I didn't see that. Yeah, That's cool. Molly pointed that out to me. I was like, holy shit. I was like, I got to put that in my trivia. Um, in the movie, there are four actors, and this one blew my mind. There are four actors and actresses who play multiple roles. Gary Sinise plays Lieutenant Dan and all of his ancestors. Uh, McKelty Williamson plays uh, Bubba, and then he also plays the waiter opening the Dr. Pepper bottles for... For no Forrest, kidding. isn't that crazy? Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the guy who played Bubba Mculty Williamson. He 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 played Bubba, and then he was also the guy opening the Dr Pepper bottles for Forrest. When he was at <laughs> when he, went he, he was Kennedy, Kennedy, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Sally Field played Forrest's mom. This was another one too. She he, she played Forrest's mom, as well as a male reporter during Forrest's run across America. The hell, right? Isn't that crazy? Wow. And then Tom Hanks played his uh, played Forrest, and then played his Confederate. KKK oh, uh, Klansman my, ancestor. Literally my least favorite part of the movie. Yeah, that sucks. To hear that he was named after that sucks. Um, but, but the reason why of like, you know, uh, what, what, is, what does he say that his mom said? like uh, It's to, to remind me that people sometimes do stupid things in yep. their past or something like that, yeah. Um, so when the film became wildly successful, uh, talk of a sequel actually rose. Especially when Winston Groom wrote a sequel to the novel called Gump and Company. However, at the time, Tom Hanks admittedly refused to work in any sequel work in any sequel and making the sequel with another actor was just not in the cards. It was they didn't even consider consider it after Hank reconsidered his stance on sequels for Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, Toy Story 4, um, and then the sequel for Angels and Demons. The original screenwriter attempted to, to write and adapt a screenplay for uh, Gump and Company, which actually had the backing from Tom Hanks. But then 9-11 happened and it changed the world perspective and the extent of the fil- it made the extent of the film like irrelevant. It just wouldn't have worked without after 9-11 happened. Um, they've tried several times to do it, but it's basically stayed in what they call development hell. And it's probably just never going to happen, which is fine. I, I, I that's a movie I think they should leave. Sequels
2: alone. never work. <sighs> I yeah. wouldn't say never, but they very the rarely time. do. And you just let good things lie.
1: Yep. Absolutely. I agree. Um. Let's see here. I told you guys I had a lot of trivia for this one uh, to create the effect of Forrest carrying Bubba away from the napalm attack. Stunt, stunt actors were initially used for compositing purposes. Then Tom Hanks and McKelty Williamson were filmed uh, with Williamson supported by a cable wire and Hanks ran with him on his shoulders. The explosion was then filmed and then the actors were digitally added to appear just in front of the explosions. Uh, the jet fighters and napalm canisters were also added with CGI.
2: I will say that, that is the one scene where I can kind of tell they did some CGI is when Forrest is literally running from the flames. Right. I'm like, uh, You're like oh, okay. the, he's not there.
1: No. <laughs> right. Um, and we discussed this a little bit earlier. The Doors have more songs in this movie than any other band with a total of six. Uh, there's Soul wow. Kitchen. Uh, that's in the one of the Vietnam scenes. Hello, I Love You is the first song in Gump's first ping pong sequence. Uh, People Are Strange is the second song in Gump's first ping <laughs> so literally back-to-back hello I love you and then people are strange uh, in the ping-pong sequence uh, break on through good lord is another one in the the ping-pong sequence so literally three Doors songs back-to-back for the ping-pong sequence uh, peace frog during the New York City scene with Lieutenant Dan and then love her madly when Jenny is leaving her abusive boyfriend yes um, so uh, Molly told me this one uh, Gary Sinise's character tells Tom Hanks character that the day for us Works on a shrimp boat is the day that he becomes an astronaut. This is a reference to the book where Forrest actually becomes an astronaut. And the following year, Cinesee and Tom Hanks both appear in Apollo 13 together. Mm-hmm. So he told me that one. Um, got a little bit more here uh, coming up on the end. So it was really uh, it was originally scripted that end uh, shot that young Jenny kills her father by re- release, releasing a tractor handbrake. So it runs him down in the cornfield. This element was removed as the filmmakers decided audiences wouldn't forgive Jenny for such a violent act, no matter how evil her father was. The scene, this deleted scene can be seen on the 20th and 25th anniversary Blu-ray where she kills her dad. Wow. <laughs> it's brutal. Um, deservedly, but yeah. brutal. Um, so in, in 2007, the American Film Institute ranked this movie as number 76 of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, let's see here. When Hanks appeared inside the actor on inside the actor's studio, the talk show, uh, Tom Hanks was persuaded by the host to say the line. Life is like a box of chocolates. Hanks then said it um, and then said it was the equivalent to getting uh, to asking Robert De Niro to say, are you talking to me? Um, which De Niro refuses to say uh, in, in talk shows and stuff like that. Um, and Hanks revealed that he never says those lines for everyone, no matter who asked. But he did it on that talk show.
2: I also know that he does not like doing the Forrest Gump voice either. Right. Yeah. And I can I can understand why, because how annoying would that oh, be?
1: God. Everyone would have to. It's funny because we watched that um, Graham Norton interview with him where he was like, he's like, what is the thing that people yell to you most? And he's like, it used to be run for run. Mm-hmm. He's like, but now since Castaway come out, come, came out, I could just be walking down the street and someone would just be like, Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Robert Zemeckis' highest grossing film to date, um, which is I mean, it makes sense because yeah. of how well the movie did uh, A little bit more here McKelty Williamson claimed that after this film he was primarily offered roles as a comedic black character in films, only to be rejected because his, his lips weren't actually as big as he portrays them in the movie How goddamn racist is it that he was typecast as that black guy because of the size of his lips or what they thought were the size of his lips. Because in the movie, yeah. he, puts, he puts something in his bottom lip. I don't remember what they said it is, but he puts something in his bottom lip to make his bottom lip stick out that much and look that big. Yeah, but
2: that's, that's
1: terrible. <laughs> that's, that's awful. Um, Terry Gillum and Barry Sonfield turned down the chance to direct the fil- film. Uh, and Dylan, you'll enjoy this. Uh, Sonfield chose to direct Adam's Family Values instead. What a great decision was made by... You know yeah. how I feel about Adam's Family. Yeah, you don't like it. Yeah, what a fantastic decision. I, I, I don't know. I think... I, I, I'm sure you made like 20 bucks off it.
0: Either God or um, some, someone. A higher entity definitely intervened with the year of 1994 in cinema. Because fucking everything just worked out. This was
1: 90... The Adam's <laughs> Family <laughs> Values <laughs> was 93, but yeah.
0: It, well, yeah, they, had, they would have had to plan things in 93, but then everything came out in 94. I think Adam's Family Values came out in 93. Fuck out of here. You're gonna have to look this
1: up. And for being the guy that doesn't like Adam's family values, if I'm correct, yeah, why you, do you I get know a that? I get a kiss you in the mouth.
2: Oh.
0: Get to. Do you accept
1: <laughs> do you accept these terms? Um, this was the first picture to win best Oscar to win. You know
0: what? Sorry, I'm gonna interrupt. I don't care i I'm not even gonna look up when the movie came out. Get over here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Break time. <laughs> so, so this uh, it was nineteen ninety three though. Um the first best picture Oscar winner to also win best visual effects and best soundtrack first time that's happened in history uh was was with Forrest Gump. Forrest College uniform uh is always spotless um due to the fact that no one's fast enough to catch him. <laughs> so in the in the movie when you watch all the other players they are all dirty all and all shit. Dirty, yeah. Yep, can't catch Forrest. Uh it's included among the 1001 movies you must see before you die by the American Film Institute, which I agree. Mm-hmm. Um let's see Closing in here. uh, Included among... I'm sorry, that was the same thing. I just read, cut that bitch out. Uh, That was a real explosion used in the scene when napalm was dropped in Vietnam. The owners of that lamb was planning to clear it to build a golf course. It needed to be done on one take because... oh, Oh, and Robert Zemeckis was in the bathroom when it was filming and... Didn't witness the actual explosion until.
2: Tell me, he was taking a shit. Editing at of the directing?
1: end. Yeah, and there's a nod to that in Tropic Thunder because they they're they're set, they're blowing up a whole section of the jungle, and uh, Robert Downey walks away from it and out is out of the shot and taking a piss in the in the bathroom and comes out and just sees everything on fire with Jack Black hanging above the flames. Oh gosh. Um. Okay, so who is another person that you would think could do a good Lieutenant Dan? Could play a, a good Lieutenant Dan.
0: Alec Baldwin. Fucking. I, I don't know. Don't you dare, Alec Baldwin.
2: Um. Who else was relevant in the nineties? You got me. So Jim
1: Carrey. That would be crazy. Um, he could. He one hundred percent could. Um, it was Joe Pesci was considered for the role of oh Lieutenant Dan. No. Yeah, well, he'd he was good. big. He he'd was big at, at it, the time. Yeah. I mean, he no. won. He would won Best Actor for for Goodfellas and stuff. Yeah, no. No. no, I agree. No. I agree. Um, but yeah, so we got two more here. Elizabeth Hanks, the girl in the school bus with red hair, who uh, seat take the seat's taken, or I no, sorry, can't sit here. Uh, that's Tom Hanks's daughter, and she, and he put her in the movie. Um, this is a long one Alexander Zemeckis the first boy in the school bus who refuses to let Forrest sit next to him is his son um, and then oh I'm sorry this, these are two different ones uh, so and we've talked about this before and to set it straight for people who st- um, the so, virus that so came so Sorry, you're fine sorry. the virus that claims Jenny's life is not specified in the film director Robert Zemeckis never really revealed what, the, what her affliction was stating that it was irrelevant and that he didn't even tell Robin Wright what it was Jenny says in the movie that the, act, the doctors don't know what the virus is and that they can't do anything about it. This, is infer, or this information, com- combined with the time period in which she got sick in the early 80s, uh, coincided with the HIV epidemic. So many people assume Jenny died of AIDS. However, in the sequel book, *Gumping Company, the author mentions that Denny, Jenny dies from hepatitis C, contracted as a formal, former drug addict in the 70s. Hep C was not uh, isolated and named until 1989, and it was often fatal until effective treatments were developed during the 2000s. The disease, in fact, had been around for an extremely long time, but bundled up with a diagnosis of the single illness hepatitis. So, um, So yeah, that's what I got for trivia. Thank you for hanging in there for that. That's the longest trivia that I've done. Since I've started this podcast and it took a bit.
2: It was a doozy.
1: Yeah. Um, we'll end this with uh, the death count because I do that in most movies. So Dylan, <laughs> how many do you think? War movie. Bubba, Jenny and Mama.
2: Are we Seven. talking like like uh, what we see? How many people
1: are shown dying oh, in the movie? Um. Seven. Seven? Seven. Seven. Fifteen. Fifteen. You've been really, Fucking. you've been on it. Like, That's bullshit. She lives with you. It's sixteen. She's not right. But she's, she's one off. But yeah, the
0: death count
2: Fucking for this movie. She, are you sure you didn't look 16. at his notes like I, last night when he fell asleep? I didn't even he, know he had notes. I thought he wrote, wrote them down. And I can't read his handwriting worth anything. I did
1: have them written down. It was like six pages of chicken scratch. But Does I'm like, he talk in his
0: sleep? Like, can you ask him no, these he questions? No, like, in his sleep. I snore in my Tyler, sleep. Tyler. Tyler. Who, who, John Goodman. who else was up for <laughs> <laughs> The 16, I can, 16 people died in Forrest Gump.
1: I can She's see over here Di- typing in her phone to make sure I she I can see Tyler just <laughs> laid
0: in bed like, no, no, John Goodman, no. <laughs> Terrified John
1: Goodman John Goodman can't
2: hurt you, Tyler.
0: <laughs> Fantastic.
1: So, yeah, that'll do it for Forrest Gump. Uh, Molly, thank you so much for joining us, honey. Well, thank you for I having me. I appreciate it. Um, and, yeah, we... Uh, we appreciate you guys listening and have a good rest of your day.
0: Bye. My people, thank you so very much for hanging out with us on this episode. We hope you had as much fun as we did. Special thanks to Molly for being our guest. You'll get to hear her next week for our special Christmas episode. After the TV for Facebook and Instagram. Headed there to let us know how we're doing and what movies you think we should do next. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out so much. We love you more than Bubba loves shrimp. Or Mrs. Gump loves Forrest Principal. All right, we love you more than Forrest loves Jenny. That's
2: a wrap.